Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League part of the Celtic podcast for this week. Um, Stanley Hollis here, League Sector, again over the results uh, from the weekend, looking ahead to the fixtures for next weekend as well. So first of all, the results from Saturday the 30th of October and um, just uh, three games in our John Cooper Premier Division this week and AMG Ballers continued their really good run at the top of the league, won 3-1 at home to South Dulwich, uh, gift Ev Boomwan with two goals for them. Um, Old Roan also carried on um, their strong season, winning 2-0 at home to Bermondsey Town, who've been on the wrong end of a couple of close games recently, um, a couple of close losses for Bermondsey Town. They struggled a bit this year, not as good as they have been in recent years. And then West Wickham Albion, who pulled off that great win against Old Roan uh, a couple of weeks ago, they lost at home 4-2 to Eden Park. Now, Eden Park haven't played a lot of games in the league this year, and they'll really be up there this year, I think. Um, for Westwick Melbourne, Charlie Swan, Swan got two goals. So, really competitive-looking um, Premier Division there. I can see Eden Park, Westwick Melbourne, Old Roan, Bermondsey Town, AMG Bulls all taking points off each other. South Dulwich as well. I mean, it's, it's such a competitive division agenda. Yeah, it's a really, really strong um, division that this year. Down to Jim Hampson, Division 1. And Farnborough thirds carried on their good form. 7-0 winners against Old Bexley Town. Tommy Churchyard um, with a hat-trick for Farnborough thirds. Um, they're on a really good run at the moment. Won 7-1 the week before and 7-0 this week. Uh, Old Bexley Town struggling a bit for players in that at the moment, I think. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll recover. Uh, and then Red Velvet Reserves, Neil West Bromley Albion too. So West Bromley Albion recovering from that 7-1 loss the week before um, to come back and get their first win of the season 2-0 against Red Velvet Reserves who've been going well this year so well done to West Bromley Albion pleased to see them up and running down to Division 2 and Atletico Londres uh, narrow 2-0 loss to Slade Green Knights uh, Patrick uh, Smerzhensky with a double for Slade Green Knights both their goals on his debut for them so great performance mm-hmm. from him uh, and NatWest Bank a narrow loss 3-2 to Farnborough Fourths uh, Farnborough Fourths uh, Tommy DiGiorgio with a double um, Farnborough Fourths look really strong again this year they were top going into lockdown last year they've started the season really well again this year can they hold on this year is the question um, NatWest Bank have narrowly beaten a lot of teams and they're on the end, wrong end of a narrow defeat there and then finally TNS United 6 Beckenham 2 um, good result for TNS United. They'll be in that mix for promotion, I'm sure. Down to Division 3, and we have Bexley A beat Red Velvet A 3-2. Really close game that. Bexley uh, A have uh, been involved in quite a few tight games this year. Well done, Red Velvet A. Um, they've had a good start to the season, but couldn't pull off a win in that one. Right, Cup games. We had uh, All-Stars against Olam, Premier against Division 1, and uh, Division 1 side 1, so well done to Olam. 2-1 winners away to All-Stars. Um, it's a really good result for Olam. They, they, they'll be looking for promotion this year. And, um, yeah, they're showing that they can compete in that top division, beating All-Stars there. Then we also had in um, we had a few London Junior Cup games, but before that we'll go to our other cup game within the league, and that was Stansfield, uh, OMB A7, Bexley Heath Lions, nil. Um, and Ben Newman came off the bench there to get Two goals for Stansfield O&B. Um, I just looked him up actually to see if it was the same one. I used to teach Ben Newman when he was in year four at primary school. So that makes me feel very old. 20 years old now, banging in goals in our league. So there we go. And then on to London Junior Cup. And now fabulous result this for us. Um, FC Greenwich, one of our top teams last year, have gone to Kent County League. An agenda promoted into that division this year. Beat them 2-0 in the London Junior Cup. So well done to Agenda, representing the league really well. I know how good a team FC Greenwich are, so that's a great result for them. Um, And then we also had in the London Junior Cup, fantastic result for Catford, 7-1 winners against Starlight. And Standard Ballers, a narrow 5-4 win against Together United. Um, So well done to Standard Ballers and Catford as well. Um, Some fantastic results in the outside cups for us this year. 
Okay, going on to the result, uh, fixture sorry, for next week. And in the John Cooper Premier Division, we've got Agenda against Old Roan. Agenda coming off the back of that brilliant London Cup win against um, FC Greenwich. We'll be hoping to give Old Roan a real battle. Eden Park playing at home to Leighton Athletic Reserves and South Dulwich at home to West Wickham Albion. Down to Jim Hampson Division 1 and we have uh, Old Bexley Town against Groundhoppers. Uh, Groundhoppers, top of the division, um, going into that one. Then Red Velvet Reserves against Farnborough Thirds and West Bromley Albion at home to Ollum. Both good wins for them last week. Division 2, we've got Bermond, um, sorry, um, Crofton Albion against NatWest Bank. Um, battle of two teams right at the top of that one and there's a narrow um, win I think for NatWest Bank last time they met by the odd goal and then Slade Unites against Catford again another two teams have been going well recently Catford have been fantastic since they came back from the restart last year really and then down to Division 3 and we've got Eltham Eagles against South Dulwich second 11 and Welling United Def against Stansfield um, A then we've got a lot of cup games we've got Ball or Nothing playing Independent um, mm -hmm which should be an interesting game. Uh, two teams have struggled a little bit in that Division 3. Um, or I think have done, done, done OK. And then a Lewisham project against Atletico Londres in the Cup and um, Bermondsey Town against Standard Ballers. Big ask for Standard Ballers. They have some good results in outside Cups. So, um, so who knows um, how they'll go in that one. Um, and then we've got um, quite a few Kent Cup games, Kent Junior Cup, Catford Wanderers against All Stars. So All Stars will be looking to pick up a result there. And Fleet Down United Reserves against AMG Ballers. AMG Ballers have been going so well. That would be um, fantastic to see them get a result against um, a strong side there in Fleet Down. Um, then we have um, Green Court, AFC Green Court, home to Elton Town. And Matagalpa at home to Ainsford. Um, I don't know what league Ainsford play in. Um, the Kent Cup. Then we've got Farnborough Fourths at home to Chelsea, two teams within our league. Farnborough going well in Division 2, Chelsea going well in Division 3. And then we've got Pavilion Athletic against um, TNS United um, in the Kent Junior Cup B section. It's a slightly different geographical area. Then we've got Red Velvet A against Green Court Reserves and West Kingsdown playing Bexley Heath Lions. So great chances for some of our teams to progress in the Kent Cup uh, following the London Cup. Eltham Town's Cup game in the London Cup got called off this week, so they'll be playing that the week after next. But some really good-looking fixtures, particularly, I think, in our uh, Premier Division. I'm really interested to see Agenda and Old Roan, how they get on, how Eden Park get on against Leighton Athletic Reserves and South Dudley against West Wickham Albion. Um, West Wickham Albion can't afford to drop too many more points there looking to get that title. Um, and then in Division 1, I think um, West Bromley Albion against Ollum looks like a really interesting game too. And I think fixture of the week in Division 2, Crofton Albion, NatWest Bank. Two sides really going for it at the top there. And in um, Division 3, it'd be interesting to see if Eltham Eagles can continue their good form against South Dulwich, second 11, who have been a bit up and down this season. OK, that's all from me. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll catch you again next week. Welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of October as we now reach the 11 week marker in the season. And we'll start our roundup in the senior division, which is presently led by Woodford East. Moved to, to the top of the table after the weekend's results, um, but only share that lead at the top on 17 points with second place DTFC, who, having made up some ground with their games in hand, also sit joint top but with a slightly worse off goal difference. And in third place, the long-time leaders until this point in the season were Chadwell Heath Spartans, but they conceded that top spot, for the moment at least, uh, as they sit on 16 points, but with still a game in hand on the leaders overall. The teams in fourth is Lymore Gardens, who have had a mixed start to the season, with four wins and two draws, seeing them on to 14 points, but they have played more games than all of the other sides. One of the dark horses, perhaps, are fifth-place Joloff Sports, who have only played five games, but they have won four and drawn one of those, and only conceded two goals still. And they sit on 13 points, with two and three games, respectively, on the sides above them. In the middle area of the table, we find Kit Out London, with three wins and four draws, astonishingly, in their first eight games of the season, just the one defeat. And just below them are FC Baresi, on 10 points with three wins and a draw. Also three wins and a draw. Leighton Royal who sit eighth. And we'll move down now to Rapid Chingford in ninth place. They'll be disappointed with their start. But they have seen an upturn in form in recent weeks. As they look to try and make up the points on the sides above them. And in 11th place is CSM London. 
Just two wins and a draw in a largely disappointing start, but they have had some better form more recently. They sit on seven points. That's a point ahead of 12th place Tower United, who have two wins to their name so far this campaign. They sit on six points. And the two sides below that are Blue Marlin in 13th, who have just one win and a draw to give them four points for the season, and also a very unhealthy goal difference. But bottom of the table, unfortunately, are Chigwell Town, who from six games have yet to find a point, and they sit right at the bottom, four points adrift of the sides above them. We move into the Premier Division now, and the leaders here are Friend for Day, and they are really making their marker at this level. A nine-point gap at the top now, uh, including a win against second place Dagenham United at the weekend. Dagenham sitting two games with two games in hand on the leaders on ten points, but that defeat at the weekend really has given the impetus to Frenford. Sitting in third place are Wapping, also on 10 points, uh, but a slightly worse off goal difference with three wins and a draw from their start to the season. Uh, one, of the three, one of the three or four sides that really are in contention for this promotion push. Just below them are North East Lions, who have had a bit of an up and down start to the season with three wins and a draw, but seven games played means that they've played a lot more than the other sides around them. In fifth place, another dark horse side potentially are Oakside, uh, two wins and a draw from their first three games of the season means they've got a lot of ground to make up, but they do have the games in hand. They sit on seven points. And they're on goal difference ahead now of sixth place Crooks United, who have won two and drawn one so far from their first four games of the season, so they also have games in hand on sides above. Just below them are Eastside, uh, with two wins from six games so far. A largely disappointing start for them, I would say. Um, with just the six points, although they did have an emphatic 16-0 victory at the weekend to certainly boost their goal difference. Below them are 8th place Athletic Newham under 23s. Just the one defeat to their name so far, but only one win also. Two draws, making up their tally of five points from their first four games. That's an almost identical record to Barcelona, who sit ninth, five goals behind Athletic on goal difference, but with an almost identical record from their four games. Just below them, and with games in hand, London Cranes have played just the three games this season. They have won one of those, uh, which gives them three points so far, but with games in hand to hopefully make up the difference on the sides above. Two sides are sitting without a point so far this campaign. London Park City are 11th in the standings. They have no points from their first four. As are all prospects, we've had a, a particularly difficult start to the campaign. Five defeats from five. Just the two goals scored uh, and 32 conceded. Plenty of work to do there. Into Division 1 now, where the leadership of this one keeps changing hands and is currently held by Cowley Community. Five wins from six games this season sees them top of the table with 15 points. And they hold a two-point lead over RCXI, who are up to second place with sides around them not in action over the weekend. Four wins and a draw from their first six sees them on to 13 points. Belfry are one of three sides in the division who has still have a perfect record. They sit third with four wins from their opening four and just one goal conceded. Probably one of the bookies' favourites, if you were to ask them right now. Also with a 100% record are Wanstead, sitting in fourth place with three wins from three. Certainly know where the back of the, back of the net is with 17 goals in those three games, giving them a nine-point tally. And in fifth place, Barkingside A with two wins from two are the other side with a perfect record. They sit in uh, fifth place with six points and we've, of course, lots of games to make up there. In the top half of the table, Ilford Reserves. Uh, they sit on six points also, but with from four games in this instance. They have two wins and two defeats in what has been an indifferent start, you might say. Also, a little bit inconsistent, are seventh place Newham Wanderers, of almost identical record themselves, with two wins and two defeats from their opening four, seeing them on six points and trailing trading Ilford on goal difference. In 8th place are one of the early riders actually, Renegades, who had a great start to the campaign but have now fallen back into, into the bottom half of the, st the standings with just the one win and a draw from their opening six, sees them on four points. Francis Luke have certainly had a better month of it. They sit ninth and they got their first win in the last few weeks uh, to take their points tally up and running for the season, putting them on three. And that's a point ahead of 10th place something from nothing, who have two draws uh, to account for their two points tally from five games in the season. 
And there's also two teams without a point so far in Division 1. And they are Forest Green with four defeats from their opening four. And also Kwanzas London Sport with an almost identical record four. Four defeats from four with goal differences almost the same. Those two are slightly adrift now. Into Division 2, which took a bit of a turn at the weekend. Uh, Fairlock Rovers sit top of the table with six wins from six. A largely impressive um, promotion um, from Division 3 last year. And they're carrying on that form. 30 goals in those six games also sees them with 18 points. And they're now three points ahead of the side who had been all towing all the way with them. Rain and Working Men's Club. But they had their first defeat of the season at the weekend. And it was against one of the sides at the bottom end of the table too. Uh, so Raynham there with five wins from their opening six sees them on 15 points. And Emerson and Upminster Reserves will be one of the other sides in the mix, it would seem, with four wins from five so far. So a game in hand on the teams above them. They sit on 12 points and certainly one of the sides to, to watch out for. Down into fourth place now and we find Unity sitting fourth with nine points, one of two sides to, to do that. And they have three wins from their opening seven. A slightly inconsistent start, you might say. Old Estamians had a great start to the campaign, but they have stalled a little bit recently. Fifth place now, three wins from their first five, having won their first three on the trot. So their form is certainly looking for an uptake anytime soon. In sixth place in the top half of the table are FHN Athletic, with two wins and a draw from their first four games. So just the one defeat there, so games in hand might see them push back into the reckoning. We will soon see. In 7th place are Redbridge Community, who have had a bit of a mixed start again, uh, with two wins and a draw, but a healthy healthy goal difference with those victories sees them on 7 points. And they are a point ahead of 8th placed Royal Forest, who also have two wins uh, to, their, to their reckoning from their first 7 games. Again, a healthy scoring record keeps them in 8th place uh, with the 6 points there. Uh, Ryan under-23s are in ninth. Uh, they secured their second win of the season at the weekend. A quite incredible game coming from 6-2 down to win 7-6 with almost the last kick of the game. So they move up in up into ninth place with six points for the season. And as I said earlier, Loughton Lions moved up a place. They were 11th going into the weekend's games. But they moved up to 10th as they beat the uh, Rain and Worker Men's Club, one of the sides who had a perfect record going into the weekend. They sit on four points from their first four games. And down in 11th, Newbury East, one of the new sides to the league. Had a difficult start, really. Just the one draw from their opening six games. Also struggling to find the back of the net with just eight goals, but a point on the board nonetheless. And strangely, in 12th place, St. Francis, yet to, yet to play a league game this season. Um, so they sit, obviously, without a point, but with a lot of games to make up on the other sides around them. We move on into Division 3 now. And this one really is a Royal Forest Reserve show. They've had an excellent start to the campaign with four wins from four. Only conceded three goals in those four games and usually that is a marker for, for success. They sit on 12 points and with a healthy goal difference. Now that lead is almost shared by second place Buckhurst Way. Also on 12 points but that comes from seven fixtures. They've also won four but they have lost three also. So the games in hand will probably hurt them in the longer run. Another side expected to be in the mix for promotion, FC Beresi under-23s. Three wins and a draw in their opening four this season. And also just the five goals conceded, so quite a miserly defence there. They sit two points behind the leaders. Also two points behind the leaders are Lymore Gardens Reserves, who've had a pretty solid start to the season. Three wins and a draw in their six games played so far. Also finding the net quite frequently. Uh, they sit on, t in, uh, on ten points, but as I say, they have played a couple more than the others. Old Barcabians Reserves are in 5th place, just behind Lymore. They have 3 wins from 4 and a 9-point tally and a very healthy goal difference to boot. Um, so they, they could well be another side who could push up into the promotion reckoning. Melbourne Sports also on 9 points. They moved on to that figure with a very good win at the weekend against 2nd place Buckhurst Way. That was their 3rd win of the season, moving them on to 9. And that's 2 points ahead of 2 other sides. In fact, ASA sit in 7th place. With two wins and a draw from their first seven fixtures this season. And in eighth place are Glendale with two wins and a draw from their opening six games. I mean, they do have a game in hand on, on the sides above. Um, that's from six fixtures. Down in ninth place are Harlow Inter. They have two wins from their opening five fixtures with a six-point tally. But they have hit 
hard times in more recent fixtures, um, which sees them struggling a little bit. Now, down in 10th place, a quite remarkable start to Together United's season following promotion. With defeat in the first first fixture, but they have won every game since in the league. So they sit on two wins from their opening three. But they do have games in hand and probably expecting to use those to good effect and move up the table. Down in 11th are Flyers under-23s, who have one win from their opening six of the season, giving them a three-point tally as they look to improve that in the second half of the season. And down in 12th, the only team in the division without a point so far are Terran. Five defeats from five and also struggling to find the back of the net a little bit um, as they are the only team without a point in this division. We move on into Division 4 now with Chingford Harriers leading the way with five wins and two draws remaining unbeaten from their seven fixtures. Though Those two most recent two games have seen two draws. So that, that lead has been cut slightly but they do... Stay two points clear at the top on 17. Fairlock Rovers reserves are probably the side to offer the uh, one of the biggest threats to them this year. They sit in second, just those two points behind, with five wins from their opening six, giving them a 15-point tally. Down in third, Emerson and Upminster A have three wins from their first seven fixtures. A little bit indifferent, so they do have they have played a few more games than the other sides, and do look a bit vulnerable perhaps. West Essex under 23s. Uh, a young side in the league this season will probably be quite impressed with their opening um, few games. Three wins, three defeats. Not bad for a side making their first moves in adult football. And down in fifth place, one of the sides expected to be a challenger in this division are Sporting Pillars, who have started the season late but have started quite well with two wins and a draw from their opening three, making them one of the two unbeaten sides in the division. They sit on seven points. Moving into the bottom half of the table now, Collier Row A sit in sixth, and they had a good start to the season, but have fallen away slightly in recent weeks. Uh, lots of goals in their games. They sit on six points um, from five fixtures. As do Dagenham United Reserves, who are seventh with an almost identical record. Um, they have also have two wins from their opening five. Two further sides sit on six points, one of those being Avondale Rangers, who despite a very slow start to the campaign by their standards, have made up the, made up some time recently and have recorded two victories, which sees them on to six points from their opening six games. And the other side on six points are Newham Royals. Again, another side who came out of the blocks quite fast but have found results more difficult to come by recently. They have two wins from their opening five fixtures of the season. And they're ahead of two other sides, Newham and Havering Borough, who did record their first victory since our last recording. They are sitting 10th, unfortunately, at the moment with just the four points, but a win and a draw will give them a boost to their morale as the season progresses. And bottom of the table, but on a little bit of a momentum run here, are Flyers under-21s, who had gone into the weekend with four defeats from four, but did win their first game of the season with victory against West Essex under-23s. So that opened their points account for the season. And although they do remain bottom, they have made up a lot of ground on the sides above. Thank you for listening to this roundup of the Essex Alliance League for the month of October. We look forward to bringing you more coverage next month. This is Andrew Gidley with the RG Kent County Football League roundup. Starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Borden Village 2, Peckham Town 4. Hawkinstown 2, Kings Hill 2, K Sports Reserves 1, Farm Broad Boys Guild 5, Oxford United 3, Stansfeld 9, 10MB 4, Bromleyans 1, Judah Sports 0, New Romney 5. In Division 1 Central and East, Cuxton 91 1, Hollands and Blair Reserves 1, Gurunanak 4, Ashford 0, Lawswood Reserves 1, Snodland Town Reserves 2, Widnesborough 9, Thanet United 1. In Division 1 West, Club Langley 3, Metrogas 0, Danson Sports 0, Craven Arrows 2, South East Athletic 5, Tudor Sports Reserves 2, Southern Athletic 2, Hawes 5, Welling Park 3, Equinocchial 1. In Division 2 Central and East, Deal Town Rangers 1, Minster 0. In Division 2 West, Irith Belvedere Reserves 4, Stansfeld Reserves 2, Orpington 4, Farm Broad Boys Guild Reserves 3. In Division 3 Central and East, Pilgrims 2, Tankerton 4, King, West Kingsdown 6, Lennon Wanderers 0. In Division 3 West, Dartford Celtic 0, Falkenwood 4, 
Southeast Athletic Reserves 2, Bexley Reserves 7. Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup first round, Ellsford 4, Nomads 1, Halls Reserves 2, Horsted United 3, Southborough 3, Ide Hill Reserves 1, Tunbridge Wells Youth 1, Oxford United Reserves 0. In the World of Kent Charity Cup first round, Kennington Reserves 1, New Romney 2, Smarden 1, Tetton Town Reserves 6. The Vets results in Division 1, Bredhurst 2, Medway United 4, Martin Miners 4, Insulated Vets 1, Shinnessy's 3, Ellsford 1. In Division 2, Ancorians United 3, Snodland Town Reserves 7, New Romney 3, Larford and New Hyde Wanderers 0, Vinters 4, Cobham Colts 1. And in Division 3, 2 results, Kings Hill 2, MPE 1, and New Ash Green Vets 5, FC Ditton 1. Three games of the week this week in the Premier Division, Peckham top against Hawkins third, postponed a few weeks ago because of the fuel problems. Uh, both teams still in good form a few weeks later, having won 15 of their 20 matches, scoring 61 goals between them. In Division 1 West, we look at Belvedere's resumption of their season after a couple of heavy defeats and the uh, departure of manager Tony Aliband. New boss Dan Stribling takes over for the first time against Welling Park. Uh, he arrives at the club having previously managed Glebe under-23s. And in Division 2 West, it's unbeaten Halstead United against Long Lane. That's first against fifth, uh, Long Lane having won four of their six starts so far this season. Looking at some of these stories behind the scorelines, New Romney boss Dave Johncock received his fourth Manager of the Month award at the weekend and says everyone involved deserves a share in his success. Johncock received the Premier Division Prize for September at Tudor Sports from League Chairman Gavin Hoare and it proved a double success on the back of a 5-0 win, extending their winning league run to six games having failed to win one of their opening three matches. Johncock said it's a reflection of everyone, the management team and the players. It was a really good month, made all the pleasing after the slow start we had in August. October was a bit stop-start but our league form has remained strong and hopefully we can carry on. Roy Godden's penalty put them in front, an own goal doubled the lead with Tom Morgan's Liam Gear and Harry Carr completing the scoreline. As for Tudor sports boss Ricky Tompkins, he had mixed feelings about his side's performance but says there is still a work in progress. He said, I was disappointed after a fantastic display of football in the first half. The difference was when New Romney had chances, they took them while we tried to walk the ball into the net. It's frustrating, but I know the football we can produce at times is good. Just needs to happen at the bigger percentage of the game. We're still building from having nothing. It could be better, but I'm still happy. Elsewhere in the Premier Division, three hat-tricks featured in Stansfield's 9-3 win at Oxford United. Red Jenkins and Jay Oborn for the visitors and Harry Brown for the O's. Mo Mansouré's hat-trick made it five in two games for him as Farnborough Boys Guild moved out to the bottom four with a 5-1 win at K-Sports Reserves. Youngster Ewan Lefebvre enjoyed a fine debut with a goal assist and earning a penalty as 10MB won 4-1 at home to Bromleyans. Kings Hill came from 2-0 down to earn a point at Hawkinge. Dan Broughton and Eban Gurum put the hosts ahead, but Hill struck back before half-time and added a second after the break. Matthew Morse and Luke Still, the, the scorers for the visitors. Josh Montella scored twice as Peckham Town won 4-2 at Borden Village to stay top. Elsewhere, Elfie Macy's hat-trick and two by Dan Brooks led the scoring as Red Velvet won 7-4 at Crockenhill in the Bill Mantlow Interregional Cup. Caleb Summers scored twice for the Crocs. Ide Hill came from 2-1 down to win 3-2 at Bexley with Kanan Fitton again a key performer, a goal assist and man of the match following his Player of the Month award for September. Minster led 2-0 as they knocked out Premier Division Fleet Down United 3-2. Ollie Harris scored his ninth of the season with Aokuni Owobaroda also on the score sheet in his first start for the team. In cup competitions elsewhere, Bursted Reserves, Sinkports and Hildenborough Athletic progressed in the Les Leckie Cup. Brighton Ropes Reserves were the only winners on the day in the London Junior Cup. In league action, Charlie Shonk's treble and two each by Scott Williams and Mitchell Harmon helped Winnersborough home 9-1 winners at home to Thanet United in Division 1 Central and East. While Ron Golding was another hat-trick man on the day as Hawes won 5-2 at Sutton Athletic Reserves in Division 1 West. Well, October's a thing of the past. The clocks have gone back, meaning that early kickoffs dominate the League and Cup programmes as we head out of uh, autumn into winter. 
Time to look at the league tables in the Premier Division. Peckham Town lead the way with 24 points from 10 games played. Uh, they lead on goal difference from Red Velvet, who have two matches in hand, with Hawkins Town third, 22 from 10. At the bottom hill, Crockenhill remain winless, two points from nine games played. K Sports Reserve 6 from 11, and Borden Village 9 from 12 join them in the bottom three. In Division 1 Central East, Cuxton 91 lead the way with 22 points from 10 games played, four more than Tenterton, who've got a game in hand, and five above Minster, who have two games in hand on the leaders. At the bottom, Rochester City have seven from nine, Lords Reserves eight from 11, and Hollands and Blair Reserves nine from 11. In Division 1 West, Bexley lead the way, 22 points from nine games played, two ahead of Chipstead, who've got a game in hand, Hawes are third with 20 from 10. At the bottom, Belvedere resume their programme next weekend, having had a stay of execution on their fixtures following a change of manager. They have three from eight, Danson Sports three from seven, and Tudor Sports Reserves four from eight, another team in transition. In Division 2 Central East, Minster Reserves are the top spot there, 18 from nine with a two-point lead over Hildenborough Athletic, 16 from 9, with Beersted Reserves third, 16 from 9. At the bottom, Rochester City Reserves without a point from seven starts, Punjab United Reserves five from 9, and Greenway Aces seven from just five games played. In Division 2 West, Horsted United unbeaten, six wins and two draws from their eight games, 20 points from their starts so far. One more than Bryden Roots Reserves, 19 from 8, with Earth and Belvedere Reserves third, 19 from 10. At the bottom, Bromleyans Reserves and Metrogas Reserves, both without a win from their total of 15 starts so far. Dulwich Village third from bottom, with three from just five games played. In Division 3 Central and East, West Kingsdown going well. The newcomers, nine wins out of 10, 28 points accrued already. New Romney Reserves second, 19 from 9. And Locomotive Canterbury, four wins from eight, with 14 points played so far. At the bottom, Paddock Wood and St. Port's Reserves, both winless. One point between them from their 15 games. Pilgrims third from bottom, seven from eight. And finally this week, a look at the uh, leading goal scorers in the Kent County League. Harry Taylor of Red Velvet leads the way with 18 from nine. Riley Orford, 14 from 12. Mitchell Harmon of Woodnersborough, 14 from 11. Ryan Philpott from Hawkins, 12 from 10. Tommy Smith of West Kingsdown, 12 from 12. Roy Godden of New Romney, 11 from 10. Lee Sturgeon, 11 from 6 for Snodland Town Veterans. Bremer Dramey of Metrogas has got 10 from 11, as has Elfie Maisie at Red Velvet. Kieran Shrimpson of Ashford has scored 10 from 13. Corey Spencer of Bexley, 10 from 7. And Tom Wilmshurst from Fox Veterans, 10 from 5. Alright guys, Rav here from Grand Sports Club, representing Rochester District League. So going over last week's fixtures and results. Starting in the Prem, Gillingham Green and Champtown Saturdays was postponed. Uh, Medway Borough winning 4-0 against Medway City, which was a top-of-the-table clash, first v second, with the Borough coming out on top. Moving into Division 1, Aces, Old Boys and Park Regis Athletic was postponed. Uh, Greenland Reserves losing 3-2 at home to Eccles. In Division 2, Ballster Wanderers winning 7-3 against Hunton. Uh, Eccles Reserves losing 5-1 uh, at home to Green Aces Reserves. Uh, Range Rovers Colts losing 4-1 at home to Milton. Coach and Horses Strude losing 2-0 at home to Gillingham Bilbao. Moving into Division 3, Blyth Sports winning 5-1 away at AFC United Medway. Beachwood 76 losing 3-1 at home to Techers. Uh, ourselves, Grand Sports Club beating Park Regis 17-0, uh, which is a record score for us. First time we've ever scored double figures as well in uh, existence. Uh, Division 3 still, Hamhill and the Bell was postponed. Raw Saints drawing 3 all against FC Walden in Division 4. And Corin's Academicals winning 6-3, uh, sorry, losing 6-3 against Average Joes. Kent Marina going 3-0 down to Medway Stars Reserves. Raynham Kenworth beating Park Reaches Reds by the same 3-0 scoreline. Uh, 
and Rochester FC drawing 0-0 with Woodcombe Sport and Social. Moving on to fixtures this week. So, Division 1 sees Little Shastard take on Gurunang Reserves and Riverside take on Bredos Juniors. In Division 2, Gillingham Bilbao take on Ballster Wanderers. Green Aces Reserves take on Stockbury Athletic. In Division 3, Bly Sports take on Techers. FC Waldham take on AFC United Medway. Hamhill Athletic take on Beechwood 76. And the Village Upchurch take on ourselves Grand Sports Club. Uh, we were due to play Blexi A in the Kent Cup this week, but that has been shuffled around and we play them next week instead. Moving into Division 4, Average Joes take on Kent Marina. Midway Stars Reserves take on Park Regis Reds. Pegasus 81 take on Ancorians Academicals. Woodcombe Sport and Social take on ME3 FC. Kent Cup games for this weekend in Group A, second round. Cuxton 91 Reserves take on Aces Old Boys. Gillingham Green take on Cliff United. Medway Borough take on Chatham Town Saturdays. Medway City take on Rochester City Reserves. In Group B, second round, Cannon 24 take on the Apple Yard. Eccles FC take on Medway Knights. Hunton take on Larkfield, New High than Athletic. Malgo vs. Waltonbury Wanderers. Pavilion Athletic against TNS United. Range Rivers Colts against Park Regis Athletic. Coaching Horses Trudic against Smile Town. And in Group C, Park Regis FC take on the Bell. And Raynham Kenworth take on Eccles Reserves. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the latest Southern Veterans Football League roundup for the Zelk Grassroots podcast. Let's get straight into the results for last Saturday, the 30th of October. Into Division 1, straight away, with LSU A versus Johnson and Phillips. LSU A run out 3-1 winners, so getting the turn of the tide there. Um, after a couple of disappointing results for LSU, they got things back onto winning ways last Saturday. Um, <clears throat> bold accounts an absolute worldie from Mikey as well was scored um, for the third goal. Charcoal Vets ran out 4-2 winners over Glebe in the hotly advertised Instagram local derby bold accounts. Might have been a bit of hot blood in there as well by the sounds of it from um, some of the comments I've read on Instagram and, and through Twitter. After after the game, some <clears throat> maybe some antics during the game that are a bit unsavoury, but hopefully it didn't spoil over in, into anything too silly and just a bit of handbags and words. But yeah, the charcoal veterans um, ran out four two winners over Glebe there, so keeping up the charcoal bandwagon of them going on to win everything this season. So that's for your Division One uh, results for last week into Division Two. Bow Street Runners, first three, Independent, first six. Wallingham, A, two, Sporting Santos, five. Interdivision, three, Bromley Football Club, three, SP Athletic, four. FC Kawuya against X Blues was given as a home walkover. Blythe Hill, one, Bromleyans, three. Parkwood Rangers, Hotspurs 3, Kingsdale Vets 2, into Division 4, Hayden Youth 1, Warren Athletic 1, South East Athletic 4, Wallingham B 0, to Division 5, Cudham United 4, Sevenoaks Town 4, AFC Greencourt Z- uh, Neil Westrum Seniors 1 Wow Aztec Vets Black and white Do not Hold anything back Do they um, So Aztec Vets 12 
Slade Green Knights too. Yeah, definitely Sharks in that division. Um, Crayford Arrows 2, Sydney Sports nil. Into Division 6, Orpington 4, Longlands Athletic 1, Seymour Villas 3, Catford Wanderers Old Boys 6, Wallingham Supervets 1, LSU Old Boys 0, Who Veterans Red 2, Sporting Croydon 2. To Division 7, Bromleyans B, Two old peppies, two Greenwaves aces, ten Gravesham Borough B, one. Wow, another high scoring victory there in Division Seven. Um, Welling Park versus Orpington's seconds was a, given as a home walkover, and then lastly in Division Seven for your league. Roundup for last week, the 30th of October. Another high-scoring game. LSU Super Vets 1, Rustlers 14. The uh, Super Vets were on the end of a bit of a hiding there by the looks of it. Right, that's your league roundup. There were various different cup competitions still being sorted out last week. A bit of a hangover from the week before, I believe. So we'll crack through those as well. Um, Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup, one fixture, I believe. Cudham United, nil. Stansfield, five. Then into the SVFL Junior Cup. Fleetdown United, three. Hollington FC, eight. Um, Groundhoppers, five. New Park Vets 2000 nil. I'm not sure if that's a New Park from the first division. If so, that's a great result for the Groundhoppers boys. Um, being that they are from some divisions below. That's the complete roundup of all games played on the 30th. Um, so the last fixture of October has have all been completed. Let's see how that has left the divisions and with the standings so far going straight into division one charcoal vets leading away unbeat played for one for unbeaten with 12 points they're um certainly living living up to their tag from uh their instagram post where they've said they are going to win it all and they're not going to lose a game all season setting themselves that high bar. Um, they've had a couple of close games recently and um, they have ruffled some feathers, shall we say. Um, so they're probably making it hard for themselves each week by having these comments. But, you know, if that's if that's what they want, then good luck to them. And um, if they keep flying their flag and winning their games, then, then who says they can't do it? Um, and it just obviously... It's a bit of a team talk for any other team that faces them, isn't it? To be the first team to beat them. So, good luck to the Charcoal boys. They're, they're leading the way in Division 1. But that's only on goal difference. So, second place is Stansfield with 12 points as well. And third, Glebe with nine. Fourth, LSU A with nine. Johnson and Phillips in fifth with nine as well. All of these obviously split with, with goal differences. Um, into six, New Park first with four. Seven is Cudham United with three. Eighth is Defiance with just a one point. And bringing up at the bottom of the table is Metro Gas with nil points. But they have only played two games. Um, the rest of the teams in there have, have played four or five apart from Johnson and Phillips, who have, have played seven league games. It's, otherwise, it's all fairly fairly even on, on games. And, um, yeah, realistically, if someone gets a run at the top, um, they they could and start beating some of the top teams, then it could be could be obviously a challenge for the Charcoal Boys. But at the minute, they're, they're leading away. And with a very healthy goal difference as well of... Um, plus 11 
into Division 2. Now, this is a decent-sized division with 11 teams here. They've all played played a few games here. Um, so it's a, probably a fairly, fairly um, even stand-ins in terms of fixtures played. Leading away, unbeaten, uh, independent first, played six and won all six with the 18 points. So they're leading away, closely followed by Santos, Sporting Santos in second, who have played their, played five and won all their five, um, so with 15 points. Sporting Santos have got a better goal difference of 21 um, against independent 14, so if they were to, to win the game in hand, that would obviously put them top. Um, in third, you've got Seagas, just on 10 points. Um, so they've already opened a bit of a gap up there, the top two independent and Sporting Santos with a um, certainly a healthy gap of five points as it stands for Sporting Santos over Seagas in a minute. Um, so it could be, obviously, from the from the standing so far, that independent and Sporting are the two teams that are, are the ones to beat in that league and everyone else is, is kind of um, playing playing for the points they can get from each other, really. Um, so as I say, yeah, Seagas in third with 10, <coughs> Blackheath Wanderers in fourth with nine, and then fifth, Cray Wanderers with nine, six, LSUB with six points, in seventh, Leon Stars with six points as well, eighth, Wallingham A with four, nine, and then you've got ninth with Bow Street Runners first of nil. No points. Um, Catford Wanderers 2008 in 10th with no points. And then in 11th, bringing up the rear, Norwood Lakers again with no points. None of those teams obviously have got anything on the board. Um, and it is goal difference that's separating all three of them sides. Um, yeah, Norwood Lakers look like they could be really struggling with a goal difference of minus 19 to um, turn things round. But... Yeah, with three teams on on no points at the bottom there, if they can you know if any of them can get a couple of wins together, it will um, obviously break away from the bottom two, and um, you know hopefully keep themselves out of relegation. I guess from is what they're looking at now, sort of survival in that division, into Division Three, leading away of Bromleyans at the top with sixteen points out of their seven games. FC Kawuya in second with 14 points. SP Athletic are in third with 13. In fourth, got Hollington Football Club with 12. In fifth, Parkwood Rangers Hotspurs with seven points. In sixth, Bromley FC with six. In seventh, X-Blues with four points. In eighth, Kingsdale Vets are also with four points. Ninth, Gresham Borough with three points. In tenth, New Park Veterans 2000 with three points. And eleventh, Blythe Hill with one point. So fairly close at the top there between the, the top four teams. There's only four points, the difference. And Hollington, although they sit in fourth with 12 and Bromleyans, Leading away with sixteen, there um, Hollington have only played four games compared to the Bromley and seven, so yeah, that that's quite tight between the top four sides there. So realistically, um, they're going to probably all be challenging towards the end of the season if they can carry on, obviously with the the form they're showing so far. So that by far at a minute looks like it's the um, division that's got more of a challenge at the top so to speak, at the moment. <clears throat> Into Division 4, unsurprising to me, Groundhoppers are leading the way with 13 points out of their five games. Southeast Athletic are in second with 12 points. In third, Clapham Old Xavians with nine points. Fourth, Warnham B with nine Fifth, Hayden Youth Association with seven. In sixth, Fleet Down United with six. In seventh, Warren Athletic Firsts with five. In eighth, 
Chips did Vets with four points. Crayford Arrows, New Vets, you're in ninth with four. And tenth, Asiru with one point. And bring out the rear and eleventh is Sporting Club Thamesmead with one point as well. So, again, at the top of the table, the top five sides have all played roughly the same amount of games. They've, you know, four, five or six. South East, to be fair, are the only team that have played six in the top um, five teams there. Um, and it's all fairly, fairly close. But, as I said at the beginning, I'm not, I'm not surprised Grand Hoppers are up the top there. They're, um, a lot of them are coming from Sunday League football um, where they've all played together a long time. And uh, what could be classed as a relatively young vet side that have played together for many years. So they've got, if they can get the players out week in, week out, then, uh, yeah, as I said at the very, very first sort of podcast episode of Southern Vets, they they would, you know, be my team to win Division 4. And they um, are leading away. So I fully expect them to carry on. Um, and to probably do will be winning that league at the end of the season. Into Division 5. This is the division where I think we might have a little shark hiding away um, in there with the Aztec black and whites. Um, <clears throat> they do seem to be having some very convincing wins each Saturday, be it in cup competitions, maybe against higher higher division sides but in the league they they don't seem to hang about and they um tend to put some big scores on the board as last week's um result for them winning 12-2 against Slade Green Knights in this division so yeah let's, let's just run through the table anyway um in first place is Swanscombe Tigers with 15 points they played six games and in second place is Aztec Black and White. They've played for one for 12 points on the board and a goal difference of plus 38, which is where I reckon they're a little bit sharky um, scoring all these goals in this division. Yeah, they'll, they'll clearly, from their, from their opening four games, if, they're, if they've got that many goals on the board already, they're looking at you know nearly 10 goals a game. So they... You know, I'm sure it's fun for them getting all them goals, but um, I don't think it's going to be clearly the right level that they're playing at. And, um, you know, perhaps they'll next season be moved up um, one or two divisions where it's a bit more competitive for them. So, but, you know, you can only beat what's put in front of you, I guess. So good luck to them and pump some goals in and might be able to get some new records. You never know for that division. Into division, uh, sorry, into Still in Division 5. Third place, Crayford Arrows, 2010. Played 5, got 12 points on the board. Fourth place, LSU Seniors, um, with 9 points. Fifth place, Westrum Seniors, with 9 points as well. Sixth place, Seven Oaks Town, with 7 points. Seventh place, Sydenham Sports, with 6 points. Eighth place, Cudham United, Reserves with two points. Ninth place, Slade Green Knights with two points. And in 10th place, AFC Green Court with one point. So at the top of Division 5, it, it will be, you know, firmly in my opinion, it will be the Aztec Black and Whites that will be probably romping that division. Um, and certainly if it comes down to goal differences, it's going to be worth a good couple of points in the bag almost. Um, but I think Crayford um, and Swanscombe Tigers will obviously be fighting it out for second point place, in my opinion. So um, you never know. They could they could maybe get some results over the Aztec black and white boys, but we'll see how that division pans out throughout the season. And... Um, See how it all finishes at the end. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do get 100 goals. The Aztec Black and Whites. So, into Division 6. First place, Catford Wanderers 2008 with 15 points. 
Second place, Corey Gas Phoenix with 10. Third place, LSU Old Boys with 10. Only goal difference of splitting those two. Um, in fourth place, Alpenton with seven. In fact, from fourth down to seventh place, we've all got seven points and it's only goal difference splitting them. So you've got Alpenton in fourth, Sporting Croydon in fifth, Wallenham Supervets in sixth, and Longlands Athletic in seventh. As I say, all on seven points. And then eighth, we've got Who Vets Red with five. In ninth place, Bow Street Runners seconds with nil points. And in 10th place, Seymour Villas also with nil points. Um, again, goal different splitting them two at the bottom there. Um, but they they could well be struggling. Well, to be fair, no, actually, maybe not. Bow Street have only played two games. So who knows if they get everyone else has played four or five in that division. Some have even got up to six or seven league games. So, if they get those games in hand and they get some points on the ball, they might well be fine. Um, surprisingly, they've only played two league games though, so whether they were doing decent in the cup or something, maybe. Um, so, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye out on Bow Street to see how they're, um, when they've had a few more league fixtures, just to see how a true reflection of the Division 6 is sitting. And then... Into Division 7, final divisional roundup. Before we move on to the fixtures for the, uh, the the coming first week of November. So into Division 7, leading away in first place is Old Peppies with 13 points. Um, second place, Greenways Aces with 12 points. Third place, Bromleyans B with 10 points. Fourth place, Welling Park with nine. Fifth place, Alpington Vets seconds with nine. Sixth place, Rustlers with three. Seventh, Gravesham Borough B with three. And eighth, LSU Super Vets bringing out the rear with no points. Looks like it's going to be a tough season for the LSU Super Vets. Not any points on the board. Played seven games in the league already and I've got a goal difference of minus 46 so they're struggling but um, I believe from speaking to Ben and that at LSU that the Super Vets is possibly their first season um, as a side so it's kind of getting a getting a team together getting people on the pitch that's the main aim getting them out there and having a bit of fun playing a bit of football just um, for health and you know mind and mentality and fitness really rather than the actual results for this season and then um, to look to build on that as it goes but it's uh, aside from from LSU who look like they're going to struggle this season at the bottom this is also a fairly fairly good division in terms of um, points down to places so from first with El Pepe's with 13 they've all played roughly like they, you know Old Peppies, Greenways and Bromleyans at the top three, they've all played five games and there's only three points between the three of the sides from 13 to 10. And then Welling Park have only played three in fourth place and they're on nine points. So that looks like it could be a quite balanced division and it'll be one to watch with a bit of interest to see see who does actually sort of get into holding them two top places down. It looks like it could be a bit of a sort of revolving door between Old Peppies, Greenways, Bromleyans and Welling Park for those top places when they've uh, all got to play the same amount of games. So, again, nice one to have a little look at throughout um, the season on the end of the month reviews just to see the movement in that division. So, that's your divisional roundup at the end of October. Got some, some movers in there and we've got some big ones to watch out for. Um... Division 7, I say, looks like a decent one to be looking out for in terms of um, sort of regular sort of sides against each other. The Aztec Black and Whites look like, as I say, going to romp their division. And um, the others will be some close ones to watch as well, certainly in the top division, with um, people chasing down charcoal. Um, So let's see how... Our November pans out and see what sort of results come through and, and see where we sit at the end of November when we do uh, the roundup for for the um, the latest bout.
let's move on to your first fixtures, first weekend's fixtures of November. So these are your fixtures for the upcoming Saturday, 6th of November. Again, it looks like it is a London Cup weekend. Um, so not that many league fixtures um, on the board, certainly for the first division anyway, with there only being one fixture in the first division, which Johnson and Phillips versus Metro Gas. Into Division 2, Blackheath Wanderers versus Wallingham A. Cray Wanderers versus Leon Stars. And then Seagas versus LSU B for your Division 2 fixtures. Into Division 3, Blythe Hill versus Brom Bromley FC. X Blues versus Kingsdale. Gravesham Borough versus Parkwood Rangers Hotspurs. And New Park Vets 2000 versus Hollington Football Club. Into Division 4. Chipstead Vets versus South East Athletic. Crayford Arrows, New Vets versus Hayden Youth Association. Sporting Club Thamesmead versus Groundhoppers. Warnham B versus Fleetdown United. And Warren Athletic First versus Asiru First. For your Division 4 fixtures into Division 5. That's post. All right, sorry. The first fixture up there is actually Aztec Black and White versus Sydney Sports, which is actually shown as postponed. So I'm probably sure the Sydney boys are happy about that, considering Aztec had just come off a convincing 12 2 win. Um, so Seven Oaks Town versus LSU Seniors for your first Division 5 fixture. Westrum. Seniors versus Cullum United Reserves. That's it for Division 5. Into Division 6. Bow Street Runners Seconds versus Who Vets Red. Croy Gas Phoenix versus Seymour Villa. Longlands Athletic versus LSU Old Boys. And last league fixture for Division 6. Sporting Croydon. Versus all in them super vets. Into Division 7. Bromleyans versus Welling Park. And LSU super vets versus Greenways Aces. Um, old Peppies versus Gravesham Borough is the last league fixture for the 6th of November um, in the SVFL. Let's go straight to the fixtures that are for the London FA Vets Cup. Um, okay, so Catford Wanderers 2008 versus Hayland Athletic. Hillingdon Abbots versus Catford Wanderers 2008 Vets. Sorry, the first calf is the old boys. So against Highland Athletic. And then you've got Hinden Albert, sorry, yet against Catford Wanderers Vets. Jamrock FC Stepper versus SP Athletic. London's LSU A versus Crayford Arrows 2010. So LSU in a nice home game, which I can pop down and watch this weekend. And Redbridge FC versus Sporting Santos. Slay Green Knights versus Hearn Bay. Charcoal versus Ricelip Vets. And last one for London FA Cup is Whopping Vets versus Sporting Kits Vets. Can't say I know anything about either of them two teams. And then the last 
actual cup fixture is the SVFL Senior Cup, which is Bow Street Runners first versus Norwood Lakers first. That's your league and cup fixtures for the 6th of November. Full run through, um, along with all of last week's results and the league standings as we currently got to the end of October. Um, Hopefully, weather permitting, everyone gets out on the the pitch this week and has a good game and um, gets the results they desire. And um, look forward to next week to to see how some of the teams have done in the Cup and um, see how the the league results have come through. Thanks for listening. Cheers and bye-bye. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.